Good Friday morning, everyone. We're back, and it is The Daily Dose. This is one of your hosts, Mark Hutchins, Jeremy Clevin, Byron Filson's behind the glass, and back in the studios for day three, Russell Shaw. (laughs) He did it himself. Today's Friday, right? Today is Friday. Yes. You got up early. You got here on time. I did all my work on my ranch. Yes. And you had your lovely breakfast. Ranch and breakfast. Ranch and breakfast. Is there steak with that breakfast? Is there steak with the breakfast? I will sometimes eat a couple of steaks. Yeah. A couple. Some ham and also lamb. I like lamb meat. Lamb is delicious. I'm with you on that. Delicious meat. It is. We should have started today with your commercial. Yeah. 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 I'm not bragging. We I am bragging. But no, let me <laughs> let me so let's today talk about money and let's talk yes. about uh, uh improving life's improved on a gradient. That'd be the first thing to say. But in anything, so I'm gonna use money as an example, and then I'm gonna bridge over and talk about motion. And but I haven't left the subject of money. There's a certain amount of money that is the correct amount of money for you to have. Again, there is a certain amount of money that is the correct amount of money for you personally to have. If you have less than that correct amount, you will do whatever you have to do to get your amount of money back up to that correct amount. If something unexpected happens and you wind up with quite a bit more than that correct amount, Typically, you will do whatever you need to do to piss through that difference until you get back down to your correct amount. That's an interesting, interesting. fact. Interesting, wow. it is. Uh, this, it, you you could true. say the same thing on motion. There's a certain point where you go, it's too fast or it's too slow. When you're driving in traffic, people that are driving too slow in front of you are stupid uh, they should be going faster, and they're just simply wrong. They're at stupid. The, at, yes. Yeah, they are. At the dumb speed they're going. If somebody <laughs> zooms by you, what a lunatic maniac to go that fast. Yeah. But understand, there's this correct, that for you, there's this amount of rate of motion. You go, that's correct. This is how I like it. This is the amount of randomity or randomness I like. I don't want to be able to predict everything. All right. You got the idea. It's it's a fixed set amount. So the first thing to know, if you're going to change how much money you have, you must change your idea of how much is enough. If you don't do that, nothing else you do is going to really matter. So, I was in a class one time, many, many, many years ago. When I say many years ago, this would have been like 1972. I was at Connecticut Mutual Life, and this guy was an older man from the home office, and he came in to talk to a bunch of green agents. I was one of them, and uh, been less. I was a couple of years in the life insurance business, and he said, "Write down uh, all of your monthly expenses, and just figure out what you." Absolutely. When I'm going to have a formula, I have a formula. I'm going to be able to tell you how much you're going to make this year. We're like, oh my God, this is fantastic. And I said, the first thing I want you to do, I want you to write down all of your bills so you know exactly, bare minimum, you have to have this much money every month or you're just screwed. So we all did. He says, I'm going to wait till everyone in the room has done it's a small room. But he said, so let me know. Let me know when you've got that number. Mm-hmm. And he said, now take that number. And multiply it times 12. We did. He said, that's how much you're going to make this year. 
Wow. <laughs> and we're like, well, shit. That's, I don't <laughs> that's want that. And he says, no, unless you change your idea of what you actually need, that's how much you're going to make. And that's correct. Whatever you have the demand, not I want, I want a million dollars, doesn't matter. Do you demand it? Is that the absolute minimum you would tolerate? Because if the answer is no, then you won't have it. So if we said the actual thing you're dealing with is your acceptance level for money, if, if you can't accept its inflowing, you will find a way to waste it. And the simplest way people in sales waste money is don't bother to earn it. Right. They don't ever, like the Paul's, when someone says, like, I wasted $10,000 on advertising. That is such a chicken shit amount of money just to start with that. But if, if, if you, if here's, here's, if you take whatever, I'll tell every person can, that can hear my voice right now. If you take knowing what you know, if you did what you know you could do and really ought to be doing, how much money could you make in 2019? Get a real number from yourself. You don't have to tell anyone. How much could you make in 2019 if you did what you know you're capable of doing? No bullshit, real number. Now here's a news flash. Whatever number you came up with, I found from thousands of times of asking that question, the answer you came up with is at least twice what you're currently making. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something else. If you make 50,000 a year gross and you just told me you could make 100 if you really decided to, that means you're wasting $50,000 a year. Do you get that? Yep. You're yep. wasting it by not ever bothering to earn it. So the thing to do is decide, you know, like, how do you move forward? Because this is the real question you were asked. How do you take what you're currently doing and going, it's not enough? Well, if you're going to be satisfied with what you're doing, then you're not going to do more. You're not going to exert yourself. Because yep. that's how much is that seems right to you. You'd have to change that. Yep. You'd have to want something. Now, the idea, well, you have to have a big reason why. I don't know who dreamed that shit up. <laughs> it is the most nonsense. You, could you, if you wanted a million dollars, just totally you want it, just for the sake of having it. That's the why itself. There's the why. I want it. <laughs> yeah. I want it. Yeah. When somebody goes, well, you have to have this special reason, really? So the guy who wants a red Corvette that's really shiny and fast because he thinks he'll get laid a lot if he does. Is that a good reason to get? You understand? You it could, could be want, enough. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could want whatever guy. you want. Right. You could want whatever you want, and you don't have to have a, you just want it. That's yeah. all. But if you don't totally want it, see, if you can't name it exactly and you don't totally want it, you're not going to get it. So sitting behind, this goes to the thing where someone failing, they didn't want it enough. They came into real estate yeah. with a goal like this. I'm going to try it. Yep. Well, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. I can predict with 100% certainty that people who come in the business with the decision they're going to try it, they're going to fail. Every last one of them. Yep. Because they've already decided to fail. Yep. They've already made the decision they're going to fail and then seem startled themselves when they, they do. do. Right. <laughs> yep. But they're the ones that decided to fail. It's a, such a powerful point. So, you know, it is. It's so, we, 
it it all starts. I don't care what you're in, what business you're in. It all starts with that mindset and, mm-hmm. and everything you're saying right there. And and I and I love having these conversations about you know a few weeks back or a month back we had a lot of these kind of you know people don't talk about money enough. You know it's probably I mean how many times do you think we as humans think about money on a daily basis? I don't yeah. know what the number is. There's probably some number, but yet we don't talk about it. Yeah. You know? It's in the mindset behind it, the belief behind it, the Fear way behind it. Yeah. yeah. And everything you're saying, I mean, a lot of it starts with making the decision. Yes. You know, and, and, and what you're not just comfortable with, in my opinion, but what is a lot to you or not considered well, you a have lot. To, like, let's use the example. Like you guys, since when I first knew you, you had less than 300 agents. You've got now how many? Uh, about almost 2,000. Yeah. So you have one of the fastest growing, if not the fastest growing company in the state, period. You, you in do. the state, yeah, sure, sure. I thought you were going to say the country at first. and there's, I don't know about yeah, the country. I'm yeah, very familiar yeah. with what's going on yeah, here. Yeah. And you have, have probably the fastest growing company in the state. So whatever you're doing, if, we, if you just literally made a list of all the different things you're doing, you could go, those actions add up to going from there's been a few years that it took you, but you still yeah, sure. you you're, if, if, to call to call what you've done successful would be an understatement. It's phenomenally successful. Oh, thank you, Russell. Well, it Appreciate truly that. is. It it truly is. If you go, part of it is the kick of doing it. Like you're not okay. I'll interview the next day. Well, I <laughs> you actually love what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You actually love what you're doing. Well, that's part of it. And people say, well, if you find something you love doing, you won't have to work. Well, they, they, they've got it just. It's, just it's almost there. Yeah. It's, but what, see, the lie is that you would find something you were already amazingly good at. Really? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah, yeah. How the hell do you expect to find something? Yeah. You've never done it. But once you start doing it, yeah. This is a miracle. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm miracle. a genius. Uh, yeah. yeah. When you started <laughs> when you started in business, the truth is there was tons of stuff you didn't really know. Absolutely. Yep. And once you knew each but incrementally, every little thing you learned, you'd look back and go, I don't know how I didn't know that, but I'm glad I know it now. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. And you could move forward and with that new knowledge or that new piece of wisdom or that new ability, you could move forward and make your business incrementally bigger. Yep. You could say, well, it was one agent at a time. Well, it still worked. Yeah. yeah, It still worked. So you could take anybody doing anything and you can go, when you start, you don't know shit. That's just the deal. Yeah. And, and don't feel like that's a bad thing. It's actually an awesome yeah, thing yeah. when you can see it because now you have the opportunity to learn it. Yep. And the problem in our industry, see, building a brokerage firm, oddly, there are correct uh, hat write-ups of how it's done. Like there's people around the world that have built brokerage businesses, and they actually said, here's how I did it. It's not uncommon to go talk to an agent about how they built their business and get the most lunatic gibberish for an answer. Oh, you, I'm, I'm serious. I'm totally serious. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember in Star Power, there was a guy named Bob Bolin, and I and, I, and it was fantastic. Howard Brenton interviewed him, and Howard said, uh, what do you attribute your remarkable success to? And Bob actually answered, well, Howard, 
I've always been unique. <laughs> wow. If that was true, there'd be no reason to interview him or listen to anything he yeah. ever had to say about anything. Right. Because that's useless information. Right. You couldn't go. You too well, can be, be unique. unique. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> the problem is some agents, if you take an agent doing 20 deals a year, I'm going to just generalize some agent who's sort of plateaued at 20. They don't actually know how they get their business. If they did, they'd be doing 40 deals a year. They don't know how they got their business. It seems mysterious to them. When I say that every deal they get, you know, God just kind of smiled down on me on that one. Uh, how did you get this? The guy just called me. Left field. He, he just called me. Out and, of left uh, field. A friend of mine told him to use me. And that seems like so, like a random fluke. I said, you did something to make that happen. Right. And until you recognize you did something to make that happen, your whole life will be a series of, God's mad at me. God loves me. And that, yeah, in a yeah. nutshell, very simply, is lead generation. What did you do to cause an effect? There what you can you do yeah. to cause an effect? Absolutely. Today, every day. Yeah. Well, well I want to do it, Mark. I want to stop there. I want to talk. We were talking offline again about uh, this company that is where you go search homes. Oh. I forget the name, but let's let's talk about that on Monday. I think it bit. starts with a Z, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think it rhymes with Never. pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage Alliance Property Inspections. Guys, have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.